0: Is it possible to have an active and personal and loving relationship with God after leaving Mormonism? Next on Polygamy, What Love Is This?
1: Hi and welcome to this audio edition of Polygamy, What Love Is This? with host Doris Hanson. On this program we discuss polygamy and Mormon fundamentalism from a biblical Christian perspective. We talk about the history of polygamy, its modern-day fruit, share stories from people who have escaped polygamy, and talk about current events relating to polygamy. You can learn more about the video edition of this program at whatloveisthis.tv. And now, here's Doris.
0: Welcome to our show. Our guest today has been on our show a few times in the past, and so we thought it was time to ask him to come back and talk about his ministry work and also about an upcom- upcoming event that he's organizing and hosting. Uh, this event that we're going to be talking about speaks directly to ex-Mormons and ex-polygamists, and we want to alert our viewers and invite those to come who are interested in attending. So we'll talk about that and more as we introduce and welcome back... Ross Anderson.
2: Hey, thanks for having me. Good <laughs> thanks, to see you.
0: Thanks, Ross. Yeah. It's, it's been a long time. You've been yeah. on the show when we were doing the live show on TV20. And yeah. It's always great to have you, and, and you have such a refreshing approach to uh, the issues that we face in this culture. Yeah,
2: thank you. And
0: as a former Mormon, mm-hmm. you do relate to the, the, the difficulties that and, and issues that former Mormons face. So why don't you briefly mm-hmm. explain to our viewers your Mormon background?
2: Yeah, I was... I was born in an active LDS family, one of ten kids, and born in Salt Lake. But I grew up in California, where Mormonism can be a little bit different. Um, so. Th- the LDS experience was all my family knew. We were just lived in that bubble, and it was our whole world, our whole way of life.
0: And you enjoyed it. You liked it. You well, it's all I it. knew. You, yeah. <laughs>
2: like, in retrospect, uh, I don't yeah. know if I enjoyed it or it's not. It's all
0: I knew growing up in polygamy. Yep. I hated it so.
2: <laughs> well, yeah. So
0: and, and it was a good life. But it was a good life. It was for a good you. life. Mm-hmm. Uh, and um, you were college age, I think you said when you yeah started when I having when questions. I
2: had questions. That were raised over a number of different issues and began to explore some ideas and things that I had never been exposed to before about mm-hmm. the history of of the church and about Joseph Smith and mm. so forth. And so the the claims, the truth claims of Mormonism, lost credibility mm-hmm. to me.
0: Interesting. Interesting. And then,
2: yeah, and then a couple of years later, it took a couple of years for me to really find faith. In the biblical faith in, in the Christ. biblical,
0: so you didn't mm-hmm. throw the baby out of the bathwater, so to speak. Right. Um, you you do say in your in your testimony that you you left um, LDS to follow Jesus in a new way. Yes. I would like mm-hmm. you to explain what you mean by a new way.
2: Yeah, because you know LDS people will make the point that Jesus is part of their name of their church and he's important and he, and he does have an important role in Mormonism. He, they would see Him as the Savior, mm-hmm. and in many other things. But by following Jesus in a new way, what I learned when I first began to read the Bible for itself, um, not through the grid of Mormonism, is I learned that really Jesus is, um, is everything. And that he, He's a Savior, not just in the sense that his work plus my work mm-hmm. can get me mm-hmm. to heaven. But He's the Savior in the absolute sense that He did everything that it yeah. takes. Yeah. That I don't have to add anything. I just need to trust in what He did. And so the relationship is so grace-filled. And it's, so, uh, it's no longer based on living up to the rules or trying to prove worthy. And it's just, it's just living in this Continual abundant gift,
0: mm-hmm. and, and that it's all is about a Him. New way. That's, that's a new totally way, new way. Mm-hmm. and that was very meaningful to me as well mm-hmm. because it is all about Him. That's just yeah. th- that's the bottom line. It's the top line and the bottom line. Yeah, it's just all about it's, Him. Period. And He's enough. Yeah,
2: Jesus is enough. That's Jesus exactly. alone is enough.
0: You betcha. Yeah. Okay, so uh, explain how your ministry is designed to support those who help you leave. Uh, include your your, your church mm-hmm. um, outreaches and you have the webpage, contact information, all of sure. that that you're using to mm-hmm. help people after they leave.
2: Yeah. Well, several years ago, when I was in uh, graduate school, I was working on a doctorate, I, I, decided, I realized that a great topic for my project would be to help to develop some materials that would help people leaving Mormonism. Because what I had noticed was that it was hard. Yeah. You know, being a pastor in Utah for 35 years, I've just noticed a lot of people when they do leave Mormonism, they'll flounder. They have trouble trusting a yeah. uh, church. They have they, they they don't know what direction to go. They maybe get locked into anger and bitterness. Mm-hmm. And so I said, How can we as a church help? with That journey, how can we provide some resources? Mm-hmm. And so, over the last that's been probably 10 years, we've really been focusing a lot on resourcing that journey, trying yeah. to understand yeah. it better, and trying to create ways to help along to, the way. To help
0: them. Mm-hmm. And, and well, you know, when, when I left the polygamy group, I was not looking for another faith, I had mm-hmm. been burned out, and we'll talk a little bit about yeah. that later. But um, there, there were no resources. There were no resources, especially yeah. from the Christian community or any community, right. about what to turn to after you leave the Mormon faith. Now, of course, I left polygamy group, but that's still the Mormon faith. Right. It's still the same doctrines and yeah, the and core World Mormon View. and yeah. all of that. So your website, you're a pastor, um, a teaching pastor at several different locations. Of, yeah, Alpine
2: church. church. We're called Alpine Church, and we have a number of locations, a multi-site church, we call it. And so on any given Sunday, I'm teaching Preaching at one of those locations, mm-hmm. and then the rest of the time I have other responsibilities within the church. So I'm uh, working on helping to train future leaders mm-hmm. and uh, helping to our small groups to succeed and curriculum, a lot of curriculum development, things mm-hmm. like so that. You're That's really busy. The church, it, it's a great, it's a great gig. Yeah. And then <laughs> I have a part-time ministry called Utah Advance. Utah Advance Ministries is the umbrella that I use for regional things that are not necessarily attached to Alpine Church, but where I can interact regionally on issues primarily related to Mormonism and equipping people uh, to interact with Mormonism,
0: um, and so the, we have. I think we've been flashing the mm-hmm. the contact information on the mm-hmm. screen so that our viewers can find locate mm-hmm. you on the web mm-hmm. and um, and internet and YouTube channel as well. Yes. And yeah. um, now your web your website is literally overflowing. I've I, you know, I've been on there several times and, and there's just so much there. I wish I could just take it mm. all by osmosis, you know, <laughs> but yeah. all that. But yeah. but there's information for <coughs> spiritual help and support when mm-hmm. someone leaves the mm-hmm. Mormon faith. There is a quote from your website, Faith After Mormonism page, that explains part of your work with former Mormons. And I mm-hmm. want to quote that statement sure. from your website, and, and it'll be up on the screen too for our viewers. Mm-hmm. And I quote, it says, many former Mormons still want a relationship with Jesus and are exploring the prospect of a new spiritual home in traditional biblical Christianity but that journey has challenges emotional relational doctrinal and cultural this site compiles the best available resources to help and it is very true. It does. Mm-hmm. You've put together some great ministry helps for these people who are needing the help. And now, mm-hmm. you're offering a conference right? Uh, which brings it all together. right? And it's mm-hmm. called the Faith After Mormonism Conference. Explain Correct. what it's all about, when it's going to be held.
2: Yeah, thank you, Doris. Um, and
0: all of, all of yeah. the information.
2: It's in, you know, as we've gotten more traction from this Faith After Mormonism, the YouTube channel and now the website, uh, we, we realize that So much of this journey is relational and Mm -hmm. so we wanted to give people an opportunity who might be out there floundering, who maybe don't really know there's other people going through this or who haven't met a lot of them to say, hey, let's try to get uh, together in one place for some encouragement and also for some resourcing. You look around, you see a room full of people on the journey with you. That's super encouraging. And you have a chance to make friends and meet other people. We also want to resource people, um, Mm -hmm. give them some things that they can take home, some things that they can um, understand better about their own journey. So we're going to talk about in the conference, we're going to, we've got some great speakers lined up. They're going to talk about, some of the relationship issues how do you navigate that how do you navigate some of the emotional issues and then uh we'll have a little bit of a chance to talk about some of the doctrinal or theological issues that are different now you're going like hmm do i buy the thing about the trinity or what happened to the pre-existence you know um and talk about some of those things as well and so we're going to have an opportunity to touch on a number of those core things now we we won't be able to do it in the depth that we can do it on the website,
0: but that gives the beginning. That's it, a launching it's a, pad. It's a great launching pad
2: for people, and we want people to have an opportunity to meet ministries and meet um, others who have resources. Invite them to come and present their resources in the lobby and things like that.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know when I when I came out of, of my religious background. I thought that nobody in the world had ever experienced what I experienced right. growing up. And then when I became a Christian, I thought no other Christian on the planet has ever experienced what I'm... And yet yeah. I find out the more people I meet, the more I realize, hey, I, you know, we've yeah. all experienced some sort yeah. of trauma or right. transitional difficulties, emotional mm-hmm. and so on. Right. And getting them all together in a conference, it, it is encouraging. It is, And there's people who are newer to it, people who have been in it longer, and so right. we can reach out and help, we can each, help other each
2: other out. out along the way. Yeah. And one of the things I've, I've learned, Doris, over the years is I think when you come to faith in Christ, a legitimate, real faith in Christ, you're going to leave something behind. Yes, Regardless of whether it used to be um, a mainstream Latter-day Saint or it used to be a, a polygamy group or whether it used to be your parents raised you atheist or whatever it might mm-hmm. have been, when you come to faith in Jesus, mm-hmm. you will leave something behind because Christ creates a new, a new creature, a new. and it's a new culture, a new community, a new way of life, and there will be unfamiliarities. Mm-hmm. Now, we're going to deal with those ones that are common to the culture that we live in mm-hmm. here, but everyone is going to have to face a transition.
0: Exactly, mm-hmm. exactly. Um, now, I want to ask you... How would this help someone who is leaving polygamy, a polygamy mm-hmm. group, or is this geared mostly or specifically to the ex-LDS?
2: Right. It's it can, you know, that's the that's the largest audience in, in that Obviously, we have. Yes. But it, it will help because we we identify five areas of obstacles that people in transition undergo. Okay, the first one is relational. So the typical LDS person when they leave the church. They might be shunned at some level. They might uh, be, um, you know, not have relationships will be broken in some way. Well, that's going to be true in a in a polygamy group too, and probably much higher scale, right? So, so you're going to have these relational issues. And then the second one we deal with are emotional issues. And so who do I trust now? Mm-hmm. Who uh, I have this sense of loss. I don't know who I am right now anymore. My heritage, my history, um, my place in the world has been disrupted. And that's going to be true for people leaving mainstream Mormonism as well as, as leaving well, it? Uh, fundamental Mormonism. Mm-hmm. And then the third thing we deal with is doctrinal and theological issues. So what does the Bible say about certain things compared to what I was taught before and so part of that is just developing a foundation for the reliability of the Bible and Mm -hmm. the trustworthiness of the Word of God and then talking about some of those things that are really really different Mm -hmm. Um, and and again many of those are similar in the polygamy groups based on the original Joseph Smith worldview and then we talk about um, church culture issues and so you know when you walk into a traditional Christian church, they do things a certain way. there's certain kind of music, there's certain structure if there's certain way people dress. there's certain ways that um authority is is distributed and and so forth, mm-hmm. even architecture and things like that and so whatever coming out of you know another group you're going to face those culture shock and cultural differences where Mm -hmm. well this is really different what's going on here and so I think there's a lot of parallels parallels. that will be So you would encourage
0: uh, ex-polygamy group members to come to this conference. Absolutely. When is the conference where is it being held Mm -hmm. and how do they register?
2: Okay it's September 7th and 8th so it's a Friday night and a Saturday morning uh, runs through and includes lunch Okay. okay Um, It's at South Mountain Community Church in Draper, Mm -hmm. so um, right near the point of the mountain in Draper, and um, you can register online at faithaftermormonism.org. It costs $20. Basically, we tried to keep it as low cost as we could, mm-hmm. and we're, nobody's making any money off of this, oh, but that, no allows us that. To ha- yeah. that allows us to serve lunch. We felt like having lunch together was really important.
0: I think so. Hopefully
2: because we there's. want to help people have, since they're part of a new community, mm-hmm. and they build relationships. So we didn't want to just say, okay, I'm done talking, you can go home. Yeah. We wanted to give people time to meet each other and to talk about what they've heard and experienced. And so that the, the the nominal cost allows us to mm-hmm. be able to provide some hospitality.
0: Well, I think that's great, and I, th- I think it offers great encouragement, and insight um, for people who are looking for a biblically based, exactly spiritual home mm-hmm. after the leave. But there's many who have spiritual burnout. Mm-hmm. Um, Or they throw it all out, you know. Mm -hmm. They just nothing's. If that's not true, nothing is. Does someone's watching this, and that's where they're Mm -hmm. at? Would you recommend them coming to this, even if they thought, no, no God, no, no? No. Would you recommend that they come?
2: It could be profitable. We're going to talk. So, for example, Friday night, the first session, we're going to just to hear people's stories. And, and we're going to interview some people just going to tell their stories. Yeah. And so someone coming to that, regardless, wow, that would they be, would be yeah. able to say, oh, you know what? I can relate to that yeah. person. Their, their story like is it. similar to mine. Uh-huh. And then um, and, and then Friday night, we're also going to have um, uh, Mike and Dr. Lynn Wilder are going to share. Some, many people of viewers might know them. Mm-hmm. They're going to share about their journey. And in doing so the role that the Bible and Scripture had and why they went that direction mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. why they uh, didn't just leave Mormonism for atheism. Right. So that would be them, helpful. So, so yeah. many
0: of them. Uh, yeah. I know you, you've talked about how they do that, leaving Mormonism, but they also do it with the polygamy groups. They just leave mm-hmm. it all behind yeah. and, and nothing at all. Now, you talked about Michael and Lynn Wilder being your uh, your guests, uh, guests at mm-hmm, the conference. Mm-hmm. What other speakers? What, would, would
2: well, we're still lining some up. Um, but I can know. I know for sure that um, Earl Erskine, who does the Ex Mormon Files oh, yeah, he's, program, he's Bishop host
0: here too. Yeah, so he the is the going to know, he's
2: yeah. going to do that interview segment on Friday night, mm-hmm. and then on Saturday morning we have workshops. People can pick two out of three workshops. I'm still lining up a couple of those, but we are going to have um some Bible scholars in a panel um, mm. so that people can ask questions about what does the Bible really say or what does the Bible mean like explain the Trinity to me yeah. in the next five minutes yeah. you know or Very it's good. just honest questions that people have about um, what happened to my to my relatives who've died they died yeah. Mormon and and now where what happens to them and then then the final session um, just before lunch I'm gonna, I'm share. I'll be the speaker. And I'm going to talk about the hurdles that people have to, so that identify there's going to be six or seven tasks on this journey that you need to solve yeah. along the way. Uh-huh. Let's make sure you know what they are. I can't solve them all for you right now. But if if the people who come, if they know what those tasks are, then they'll realize, okay, this is mm-hmm. where I'm at in the journey. And I don't want to, get bogged down here, let me push through this next one.
0: And coming to a conference like this with people, um, they, can, they can even create a, a small support group, you exactly. know, friendships and new friendships, the that idea. they can support each other through <coughs> That's these a huge hurdles idea. that mm-hmm. you're talking about. Yeah, so
2: you know, uh, at lunch, we're gonna, I'm gonna give my talk, we're gonna have it set up with people sitting around tables in the auditorium, and so that when I'm done and before lunch is served, you'll be sitting with eight or ten other people, and we'll have questions that people around the table can talk about. Say, mm. what did you think about this, or where are you round at, or what are you dealing with? Yeah, roundtable discussions. discussions. Yeah, that's great. And then have lunch together with those folks. And so we think a lot of significant relationships will
0: oh, I think so. will
2: generate out of this experience.
0: That, that's great. Now the the, the speakers and, and the um, the comp maybe the workshop leaders, mm-hmm. um, they mo- they would be ex Mormons. So Primarily, that, so that they can relate to the difficulties. All of them, share.
2: except the um, the the Bible scholars we're bringing in, are not all ex-Mormons. Sure, but they're all Utahns. Yeah, and they all minister they in this the culture. in this uh, environment. Yes, right.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, now, another question I wanted to ask you was: a recent report that I read indicated that almost 300 members per week were resigning from the LDS Church, yeah. and there's a lot of people leaving fundamental groups yeah. too, as well. Are you experiencing greater numbers of them coming to your ministry for help? Uh, yeah. Have you noticed? We are. That yeah, that's going we, on? we
2: have noticed that, and that's. It's. <clears throat> I'm glad that we're we're finding them because there's so many uh, challenges. Oh, yeah. that, that people have. Unfortunately, we're seeing that so many of them are heading off into atheism or into, they throw the baby out with the bathwater. And yet one of the things I've seen, the more we kind of track this over time, is that people might initially go from Mormonism into atheism, but many of them end up cycling back. You know, they, they go through an atheist period, yeah. kind of like a, like a cleanse. A drying
0: out period.
2: <laughs> you know, exactly. Yeah. You know, and then they realize, oh, there's probably more to life, you know. And okay. I don't have to throw out the whole idea of God just because just the Mormon church failed me.
0: Right.
2: I, and so we see people coming back toward faith after a time, some time off.
0: What I see with the polygamy population is that uh, they it's the same idea, mm-hmm. you know, they'll leave God behind because yeah. this isn't true, but they've seen so many uh, abuses and horrible things mm-hmm. that they wonder, where is God? Why would oh, He allow such a thing? That's another layer. And so, it is yeah. another layer. So it makes it difficult for them. If God really was there, why did He allow this to happen so there can't be a God? Yeah. And that yeah. becomes their their bottom line. Um, I found this on your website, another quote that okay. I want to ask you about, and it said, uh, quote, Mormons are known for knocking on doors, but is anyone here knocking on theirs? End quote. And I thought that was a very good quote. Now, there there's, seems to be an attitude that mm-hmm. it's okay for them to knock on our doors, but it's not okay for us to knock on their doors. Um, are there ways that we can knock on their doors without actually going door to door?
2: Well, for, here's the thing. There's so much to say about this. There's so much to say about <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> this. The first, one of the things that we really try to encourage Christians who live in Utah to not just go hide out. Yeah. And, and find your little cloister, your little bubble where it's safe, and you know. So, um, but we really encourage to come, people coming into Utah. Um, encourage them to say, you, "You're here for a reason. Mm-hmm. God put you here for a reason." at least get to know your neighbors. At least engage people. You know, just start by engaging people. And that's a big first step for a lot of people to say, hey, I'm even willing to have a relationship with my LDS neighbors. That's mm-hmm. the first thing. And then it, can, it goes from there. Because yeah. once you have relationship, there's a lot of doors that can open.
0: Mm-hmm. True. So we can we can go door to door without, or we can knock on their doors without going door. And that's what your ministry is doing, actually. That's what we're trying to do do here in in our Mm -hmm. our weekly shows is that same thing, knock on their doors. Yeah,
2: exactly. Find out ways to connect with them, wherever that might be, and then so that you can develop the. Relational credibility to speak the truth in love.
0: Mm -hmm, Exactly. Now, there's many topics that you cover in your overall ministry Mm -hmm. uh, as you answer questions on your websites. And by the way, I want to mention, I brought two books here that you... We talked about this one book Mm and one of the shows that Jesus Without Joseph... Following Christ After Leaving Mormonism, a study guide, very good study guide. Thank you. And the Book of Mormon, Understanding the Book of Mormon, our viewers can find out that information on your website, where, how yeah. they can get your resources. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You have another book that I don't have, so I don't have it oh, with me. okay. And, and the, would you explain Yeah, that the one?
2: third one is called, um, it's, it's similar to the Understanding the Book of Mormon, it's called Understanding Your Mormon Neighbor.
0: Uh-huh.
2: And so it's really designed for people who maybe are new to Utah, coming in a pastor or someone just coming here to work for the government whatever or it really works anywhere but say you suddenly find yourself with in neighborhood with these lds people who are they and there's a lot of great great resources out there that help explain mormon beliefs
0: Mm -hmm. there's not
2: a lot out there that really helps me understand them as a people how they live and and what their life is like and how yeah, it's think, not so. just
0: a religion, mm-hmm. it is actually a culture. There uh, so yeah. many cultural aspects and of And that's it,
2: the whole point think. of the third book, mm-hmm. Understanding Your Mormon mm-hmm. Neighbor, is it really is a culture.
0: Okay, and again, our, our viewers can find out how to to obtain his books on the website now there's fe- several different topics on your website we can't cover them all but really? it'd be interesting to do it but one of them is how do pe- how do the Mormons deal with the concept of Jesus not being our older brother but being an eternal God mm-hmm. do you find that as a stumbling block for many of them
2: um, yeah I mean the whole idea about the deity of Jesus can be really confusing for yeah. Mormons because on one hand they believe that he is God just like anybody can be god. Yeah. But on the other hand, he's not unique god. He's not the unique god
0: the one, the one who
2: created god. you know. So it, it is very confusing and it makes a big difference because if he's your older brother then he's a an example to follow, a right. model to follow. Mm-hmm. If he's if he's god then that puts him in a whole different category right. and, and he had, that that allows him to be my savior.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Absolutely. Another one that you uh, that you mentioned on there is living in grace after Mormonism, and I have to put Mormon fundamentalism right. in there as That's well, probably true too, because um. biblical grace is totally foreign to mm-hmm. them, mm-hmm. to me, to, to <coughs> polygamous people, mm-hmm. and and though the the ones who do use grace or, or talk about grace have the wrong definition right. and the wrong application to right. it. Um, how do you do you find a lot of that, and how do they respond to biblical grace?
2: Yeah, you know people coming out of Mormonism, there's two things. Number one is they have to understand grace, that grace is God's free gift, His favor, that it it really is unconditional.
1: Mm -hmm.
2: To understand that, but I've seen that a lot of people will understand it, but then they won't know how to live it. And so in their heart, in their soul, they're still tied to this meritorious worthiness mm-hmm, thing. Mm-hmm. And they they don't know how to live, how to release that and just become the recipient of a gift.
0: Mm-hmm, yeah. And and that is it's it something that we can help them with but at the same time it's something they have to experience and learn how to. Exactly. I I found that out myself as I was going yeah, through that. Yeah. And then
2: sometimes they're not good at giving grace to others.
0: That's That's true. a whole
2: other that is but, yeah. a whole
0: other thing. Mm-hmm. And and the growing a relationship with Jesus um, which is different than uh, the the personal relationship that mm-hmm. Christians have with him. Um, are they surprised at that? Yeah. Are they
2: yeah. surprised yeah. That,
0: that it's so personal with yeah,
2: us? Yeah, it, it is. Because, I mean, yeah, because Jesus is so distant uh, and so form, formulaic in Mormonism, uh, you know, and so he's there, but this idea of having this conversation with him all day long. Mm-hmm. This sense of his presence, you know, and being involved in, you know, he, he's actually working in me and through me. And, yeah. you know, it, it's mm-hmm. such a different thing. It's
0: so different. Mm-hmm. It is so different. And we only have about a minute left. How to know you're right with God is something that you have mm-hmm. on there. How do we know if we're right with God?
2: How yeah. do we know that? Well, we know that because of number one is God's word. God's Word says, if you have the Son, you have the life. Okay? Understanding great, that, 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 that that relationship comes on, through grace by faith, not by works. So in the Mormon world, I can't know if I'm right with God because I never know if I've done enough. Mm-hmm. But in biblical Christianity, I can know that I'm right with God because right. it's based on the promise of God and the, the work promise of Jesus. Of God. Absolutely. And those things are for sure.
0: Well, it went fast, Ross. We're out of time. You can go to his yeah. website and yeah. find out all the information that maybe we weren't able to cover today. And again, thank you for coming and come to mm-hmm. the conference. You know, Ross Anderson's mini- and ministry and his resources and of course the upcoming conference offers information to those who desire to learn more about the simplicity of biblical authority rather than human authority. We point those who leave Mormonism behind to find out their new life in Christ and that he is the only bona fide mediator between God and man no form of mormonism is authorized to mediate between god and man and jesus does it alone and effectively thanks for watching
1: this has been the audio podcast edition of polygamy what love is this this program is a production of a shield and refuge ministry and main street church of brigham city You can view current and past video episodes as well as download audio episodes of this program at whatloveisthis.tv. If you or someone you know is in need of assistance in leaving a polygamous situation, please contact us. We are here to help. All of our contact information can be found at shieldandrefuge.org or call us at 877-425-9993. If you have any questions or comments about this or any of our other programs, we'd love to hear from you. Write us at email at whatloveisthis.tv Thanks for listening, and we hope you'll join us again.